Welcome to the Independent Music Podcast, the weekly podcast celebrating great music, independent record labels, and interesting sounds from around the world. Hosted by me, Gareth May. And me, Anthony Chalmers.
welcome to this week's edition of the Independent Music Podcast. You just heard the sounds of Tarana, and the song's called A Fire of Flowers Grows Around Us. Nice one, on the, I don't know about the title, but... Oh, great song. Oh, really good song, title, it's cool, title, eh? Um, I don't know... Okay, right, so I don't understand how, like, instrumental music comes up with titles like that. Uh, like Random Bollocks Generator? Randombollocksgenerator.com <laughs> Yeah, so that must be yeah, that might be it. That's, <laughs> but you, you know what I mean? It's like I always love bands where, you know, Anal Cunt was the one that always kind of uh, leaps to mind in this. Nice so that, we've got the explicit tag on this uh, this week's one. Straight nice in. and early, straight well, in on it. Six, yeah. <laughs> but uh, Anal Cunt's the one that leaps to mind in sort of all that sort of like hardcore sort of noisy bands, uh, like The Locust as well, where it's sort of like, I've forgotten what Anal Cunt's one was, but it's just like, we're fed up of thinking up song titles. <laughs> Because all their stuff was just screaming. <laughs> Not, yeah. Well, maybe maybe Tarana here he feels inspired, and those are the just the words that articulate the inspiration he felt to make what, this song. What a fire of flowers grows all around us. Well, I don't know. Who can say? Um, Tarana is a New York-based artist. His name is. Two seconds. I've got it coming here. His name is Ravish. <laughs> um, I was sent it recently uh, by by the artist and also by an agent, nearly at like the in the same hour, which was quite funny. It's almost like they had like a campaign to uh, went live and wanted people to talk about it. And, Possibly, yeah. maybe that might have been yeah. the, what happened. There. New York-based electronic artist collaborates with um, uh, lots of different people and is incidentally the cousin of Octopus from uh, hip hop duo Dalek. And uh, yep, the website is. Tarana NYC uh, dot WordPress dot com, and if you think he's got a Facebook and lots of music on various websites online, but nothing released as of yet. He has all the things. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So welcome to Independent Music Podcast. It's a weekly podcast where me and Anthony both play five tracks each of weird, wonderful, new, old, and somewhere in the middle music. Uh, first track up for me is by a guy called Anthony Child he was best you know if you know your electronic music he's better known as Surgeon and he's got a new album out that he recorded in a jungle in Maui this is a track from it it's called All Around and Inside <laughs> Thank you. 
that's Anthony Child. The track's called All Around and Inside. Uh, a nice bit of electronic uh, combined with like field recordings of the jungle around. Yeah, I love Editions Mega. Really great label. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. Film recently, like, working with Stephen O'Malley and Lauren Ambarchi. And uh, My Panda Shall Fly and a couple of other people who've played on the podcast before. Yeah, it's the album's called Electronic Recordings from Maui Jungle Volume 1. It's out now. It came out uh, last Friday on Editions Mega, which is a Vienna-based label of you know that we enjoy a lot on the podcast the yeah and to answer your question maui is in the mid-pacific it's a hawaii island so there it's you go hawaii island. it's a hawaii album yes. and, hawaii. It, hawaii. and it was uh recorded between end of january and early february this year and it's volume one which means presumably yeah, he's playing an, he's playing another holiday out or, there or he made two while he was at it uh, maybe but if you you know if you want an excuse to go back out to a nice sort of Pacific Island, then you know yeah. why not? Well, this week we heard of the loss of uh, New Orleans funk legend Alan Toussaint. I think it's how you pronounce his surname. Yeah, I think that's a good effort. Um, sort of a pianist, drummer, and songwriter and producer of uh, music, and a, a resident of New Orleans uh, all the way through until he moved to New York after Katrina hit. Um, he was still touring, still playing music, still making music, and in fact died while he was on the road. Um, uh, just of a heart attack and um it was like um i know the guy i know his music but obviously a lot of people sort of posting like little tributes and posting some of their favorite songs online uh got me to like uh points out to me so many songs that he'd written or he played on that i didn't know were his like ones that he wasn't it wasn't immediately credited on unless you would like actually look into who was the producer or who wrote it and one, for example, was this, one of my all-time favourite songs. And as it, whenever I play it on the radio, I always say it's the best song that I heard first via my dad. Hmm. It's uh, Aaron Neville, Hercules, and it's uh, written and produced by Alan Toussaint. And the band on the song is uh, New Orleans Legends, The Meters. <laughs> Just one. 
can feel the pressure from every side. If you're not gonna help, don't hurt, just pass me by. It's uh, written and produced by Alan Toussaint. And uh, yeah, it was really sad to hear of him passing since he was due to play um, the Barbican uh, just this week. Yeah, such an amazing tune as well. It's like, so it's just got everything really it's so smooth and innovative oh, and know, delicious. It sounds great and the band's incredible and the bass line is just so hooky. Um, just for a little bit, words of it. It's from 1973, uh, sort of referencing a sort of his idea of sort of like a Hercules being like a sort of a black street kid. America, you know, just sort of trying to stay out of trouble. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> and yeah, I think it's, it appears on that um, New Orleans jazz and funk record, doesn't it? From Soul Jazz Records, which I think they've probably got copies of that I still around. You can get copies of that somewhere, exactly. That's the way, that's where I've got it on record. Anyway. Nice. No, so I remember buying that. It was like Soul Jazz used to, I'm not sure they are anymore, but used to be great at selling like triple vinyl records for like. 14, 15 pound. They were always got, quite if affordable. On, if you got them on the right day. Yeah. Exactly. Like always in the shop or at the market. Or, or something like that. Yeah, even online they used to be quite cheap. But no, it's um, yeah, such a great record. And even if it's 20 quid, it's still worth the price. But no, up for me is something that's also, well, not as old as that. It's, um, it's a bit of a strange one. It came out towards the end of last year and I just came across it this week. And it's taking... Uh, vocal recordings from 1975 of a book from 1950 uh, this is Zarelli and the track is called Blaze <laughs> At 10 o'clock the house began to die the wind blew a falling tree bough crashed through the kitchen window a cleaning solvent bottle shattered over the stove the 
room was ablaze in an instant. Fire! screamed a voice. The house lights flashed. Water pumps shot water from the ceilings. But the solvent spread on the linoleum, licking and eating under the kitchen door while the voices took it up in chorus. Fire! 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 The house tried to save itself. Doors sprang tightly shut. But the windows were broken by the heat and the wind blew and sucked upon the fire. The house gave ground as the fire in ten billion angry sparks moved with flaming ease from room to room and then up the stairs. While scurrying water rats swooped from the walls, pistoled their water and ran for more. And the wall sprays let down showers of mechanical rain. But too late. Somewhere, sighing, a pump shrugged to a stop. The quenching rain ceased. The reserve water supply, which had filled baths and water dishes for many quiet days, was gone. The fire crackled up the stairs, fed upon Picassos and Matisses in the upper halls, like delicacies, baking off the oily flesh, tenderly crisping the canvases into black shavings. Now the fire lay in beds, stood in windows, changed the colors of grapes, and then reinforcements. From attic trap doors, blind robot faces peered down the fossil mouth, gushing green chemical. The fire backed off, even as an elephant lost at the sight of a dead snake. Now there were twenty snakes whipping over the floor, killing the fire with a clear, cold venom of green froth. But the fire was clever. It had sent flame outside the house, up through the attic to the pumps there. An explosion. The attic brain directed the pumps was shattered into bronze shrapnel on the beams. The fire rushed back into every closet and felt of the clothes hung there. The house shuddered. Oak, bone on bone, its bared skeleton cringing from the heat, its wire, its nerves revealed as if a surgeon had torn the skin off to let the red veins and capillaries quiver in the scalded air. Help! Help! Fire! Run! Run! Heat snapped mirrors like the first brittle winter ice, and the voices wailed, Fire! Fire! Run! Run! Like a tragic nursery rhyme. A dozen voices, high and low, like children dying in a forest, alone, alone. The voices fading as the wires popped their sheathings like hot chestnuts. One, two, three, four, five voices died. In the nursery, the jungle burned. Blue lions roared. Purple giraffes bounded off. The panthers ran in circles, changing color, and ten million animals running before the fire vanished off toward a distant steaming river. Ten more voices died. In the last instant, under the fire avalanche, other choruses, oblivious, could be heard announcing the time, playing music, cutting the lawn by remote control mower, or setting an umbrella frantically out and in the slamming and opening front door. A thousand things happening like a clock shop, when each clock strikes the hour insanely before or after the other. A scene of maniac confusion, yet unity. Singing, screaming, a few last cleaning mice darting bravely out to carry the horrid ashes away. Sublime disregard for the situation, reading poetry aloud in the fiery study until all the film spools burned, until all the wires withered and the circuits cracked. The fire burst the house and let it slam flat down, puffing out skirts of spark and smoke. In the kitchen, an instant before the rain of fire and timber, the stove could be seen making 
breakfasts at a psychopathic rate. Ten dozen eggs, six loaves of toast, twenty dozen bacon strips, which eaten by fire started the stove working again, hysterically hissing. The crash. The attic smashing into kitchen and parlor. The parlor into cellar, cellar into sub-cellar. Deep freeze, armchair, film tape, circuits, beds, and all like skeletons thrown in a cluttered mound deep under. Music podcast listeners, Karma Chameleon, right by Culture Club. <laughs> Terrible or pop banger? I was going to say, it's not a quick one if it's a pre recorded show, is it? Quick. No, but it doesn't take him long okay. to answer us. Okay, that's you true. You can tweet us on I am podcast and you can let us know, yay or nay, for Karma Chameleon. Oh, no. That's what was number one on the day Gareth was born. I've got to say, that's one of the best, like, sort of uh, intros, like, outros from a song ever. It's like a completely different song. <laughs> And I'm firmly in the one of the worst songs ever recorded, and I think Culture Club would agree with me on this. I think it's not my favourite, but it's a reasonably good pop song. Okay, well, right, what, what, what about that song then, guys? Yeah, and what was what yours? You just play? So yours was Two Tribes by, by Frankie Goes to Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. So, that's, so that's what we're doing whilst we were whilst we're not listening, obviously, to the, the song. No, the song Blaze by Zarelli, and yes, the. Yeah, it wasn't. We don't plan. So, if you're new to the podcast, you um, probably won't know that we don't actually plan this. Like in terms of what songs we're going to play when, and it was like so. It's an accident that we played two songs in a row by people who had relatively recently passed away. But yeah, it was Leonard Nimoy doing the vocals on that. It was so. Uh, Zarelli is a Welsh electronic producer it's taken from the album called soft rains which is out on bronze rat which is a that was a bronze rat release it was a bronze oh, rat. i love but, bronze rat records so i just was, got sent a joe gideon of joe gideon the jar- the shark fame uh, his solo yeah one. on which is a forthcoming release on bronze Rat, was just sent to me today ah, so actually they emailed me about that and then i went i forgot about their series alfonfonos um Bit that they did. Do you remember it had the uh, uh, Cremator record yeah, and Gemma Ray and Solex and a couple of others as well? It's like, oh, I love those track, those records that were in that series. And in the meantime, they've released a couple more of this, of which this is one of them. Cool. So, yeah, it's uh, Zarelli, the album's called Soft Rains. And yeah, it's out now, Bronze Rat Records, bronzerat.com. It's, yeah, so Leonard Nimoy, it's a 1975 vocal recording of him reading Ray Bradbury's uh, short story called There Will Come Soft Rains, which is taken from the Martian Chronicles, in, which was published in 1950. And, yeah, it's with that, uh, like, sort of tense electronic, sort of atmospheric music behind it. So yeah, really it's a really, really great record. And, yeah, go. I urge you to go check it out. Cool. Um, next one for me is I don't know, it could be as long as four or five years ago I was shopping in Christina Records in Dulston and I just was just flicking through seeing what was what and I saw a compilation called Tension Underground Music from uh, Music from the Spanish Underground 81 to 86 and I was thinking cool I mean I don't know anything about the Spanish Underground <laughs> in the 80s I mean nothing I mean I couldn't I couldn't name you a single band so I was like, <laughs> from the Spanish Underground of the <laughs> 1980s yeah well, well I can now but uh, not then so I was like I thought I'd pick it up and it's just one of those ones that's been sort of just around my record collection for a bit it's a really good record but 
it's not the kind of one that has any instant classics on it but it has um, some yeah some interesting music and you know maybe especially if you're a Spanish listener or or somebody's interested in sort of like a post-punk no wave and that sort of thing and some of these things might be of interest to you this band's called Mar Otra Vex and the song is called He <laughs> Oh, 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 
there we go. So that is the sounds of Mar Otra Vez, and the song's called He. It's uh, from the compilation uh, Spanish Experimental Underground 1980 to 1985, to give it its exactly correct title. And if you search for it online, I'm sure you can find it. It's not like a kind of common thing. And but I think and it's got I think it's got some music on there that you pretty much won't hear anywhere else. It's not one of those compilations that's just got kind of the kind of thing that people have been compiling on many yeah. a compilation which you can get. Just like our compilation. Yeah, I love those. Comp- well, you, you get you know you get you get a lot of groups of compilations of similar sort of music. So sort of like the Southeast Asian sort of stuff is kind of been done to death a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and then African ones, a lot as well. of Middle Disco Eastern stuff. Comps and, uh, yeah, exactly. so, so it's nice to like see something. There's not like I mean, guitar music does get its compilations, but sort of like underground post-punk Spanish stuff. I can't, I can't think of another compilation like that. And that was, <laughs> I certainly can't. Yeah. That was like weirdly brilliant as well in sort of like you know the sort of really odd. Parts of yeah, it sort of, as well. sort of sort of birthday party esque sort of screeching in it as well. Yeah, so I want to find out more about some of the bands on there because I must admit I have not. If uh, yeah, if anyone else owns the compilation and knows anything about the bands or any of the favourites, well, feel free to um, get in touch with us. Yeah, I love I love that though when you like just pick up a record and it's just in your collection and then usually when you're moving or something you come across it again it's just like I've never really listened to that. And, yeah, what what about that? I get, I get that every time I sort of do a reshuffle. It's just like. I know pretty much all the records in my collection, as you'd hope, given I've spent money on them. But it's like sometimes you come across one that you bought on a whim and yeah, then never really got around forget to. Forget about it. Maybe only listened to it once and it just ended up on the shelf. Exactly. Yeah, so that's, that's, that's really great. Um, an album that is uh, just come out now. Next up from me is one from the Leaf label, wonderful Leeds based, you know, traditionally folk label, but have branched out a lot over the last decade or so doing jazz and electronics. And yeah, exactly. Like things like Roll the Dice, I think is there. Polar Bear. Some po- well, Polar Bear, yeah. His, Recent uh, signings, The Comet is Coming, you've heard on this podcast. Yeah, that's it. And yourself down. And actually, we can talk about that now that they've actually been confirmed as a leaf oh, label. Oh, of course, thing. we didn't. Well, last time we played Comet's Coming, it hadn't been announced. Yeah, so we weren't allowed to talk about it, but yeah. now we can. 25th of November, the Comet is coming in London. Ah, they playing any other days <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think I'm, I'm not sure, Gareth. I can't help you there. I'm sure they are, given their UK band. But anyway, this is one that is more on the folky side. It's still, but quite. It's quite strange on the folky side. It's a Vancouver-born, uh, New York-based cellist called Julia Kent. Uh, this is from her fourth album, which has just come out, called Asperities, and the track is called Flag of No Country. <laughs>
Yeah, That's some sort of dark, broody music, and yeah, and when yeah, I when really I when I say folk, I mean not, not electronic. Folk at all. Yeah, 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 I mean not folk at all. It's, it's classical music. It says it's uh, really beautiful. So uh, Julia Kent, the track's called um, "Flag of No Country." It's taken from an album called Asperities, which is out now on the Leaf label. And yeah, it's a four solo album. She's done two on Leaf now, and previously did two on Important. So excellent uh, Canadian label that we've played a couple of times, I think. Yeah, listen to a new one from Anna Meredith um, just the other day, an artist that I love a lot. And it was also like a sort of cello-based, sparse cello-based thing. So maybe maybe try to fit that in the podcast next week. Yeah, so a little bit about Julia Kent. Uh, She was uh, part of a cello trio called Rasputina, and uh, she's probably better known as being like the arranger for Anthony and the Johnsons as well oh, so um, ha- she, she Canadian American she is Canadian yeah. uh, well Canadian based in New York no so yeah just across the border but yeah so that's her first record for a couple of years and yeah com if you want to hear some more or learn more about her or buy the records cool next one for me is from a Scandinavian sort of uh, metal experimental rock band called Ulva They've got a new album coming out in January. It's completely unpronounceable sort of letters in a row. Um, Doesn't stop us trying, surely. No, it's not. It's not <laughs> a word. It's like A dot V dot blah, blah, blah. I don't have it in front of me. So I just, I can't, I can't attempt that. Um, <laughs> it was sent to me by their record label um, to play on my residence radio show the other week, um, which was the first play in the world. So that was really nice of them to get to there. And this is now, I've got it for you, podcast listeners. It's 10 minutes long. It's bloody brilliant. It's called Cro-Magnosis.
That's the sounds of Chromagnosis by Ulva. Nine and a half minutes of utter brilliance. Um, from and then Norway. 30 seconds of drone at the uh, end of it. Out. From, <laughs> from Norway, from Oslo, I think. Um, they've done four or five albums. This is their new album coming out on House of Mythology Records. I think it's far, far. they've done a bunch of albums anyway yeah. House of Mythology Records is their first one since 2011 I believe and hopefully they'll be over doing some shows in 2016 and you can yeah keep your ears peeled for the full length uh, coming out in January I think yeah stunning tune that is incredibly enjoyable I can imagine that's going to be incredible live as well like it's sounds good on record but you just know it's going to be it's not going to be half of the live experience <laughs> there uh, yeah just before I go on to the next track what after our sort of like call last week to get us to six reviews on iTunes, we are now there. So we are now officially a five-star podcast. Thank you very much, Leia. And we, um, we're we also over a thousand likes on Facebook. Oh! Ooh, uh, and 960 on Mixcloud. So yeah, it's all, it's, all, it's all very nice. So thank you all, as always, for listening and supporting independent music. And weird. I was thinking about this today. It's like... We do, we do like kind of weird, very varied music with questionable chatter in the middle. So it's really nice to, you know, see that people actually listen to it that aren't just our friends and that people like it who, you know, aren't being begged to like it. It's, it's, yeah, it's very nice. Yeah, and hopefully, yeah, you've heard some music on this podcast that you've, you haven't heard before that you've gone on to. Exactly. You've gone on to buy, to watch live, to get into the band or just even if you just enjoy the Arab music. That's it. So we... um. Next up from me is a band called a band from London called Sauna Youth. They've they've just released their second album a couple of months. I fucking love Sauna Youth. What a brilliant band! Here we go. So they released their second album a couple of months ago on Upset the Rhythm, who is a label and club promoter here in London. And yeah, this this track's coming out on Seven Inch on the eleventh of December. It is from the album. It's called The Bridge.
shoulders above the other London punk bands. Yeah, it's it's weird. So like, I really really enjoy Sauna Youth, and it's uh, it sounds you know, when I listen to it, it, kind of sounds like the Future Heads, but really good. You know what I mean? Because well, it's like multiple. I'm not, I'm not sure what they would think about that. I know. Probably, they probably wouldn't be very happy with that at all. But like, I, I don't care. Sauna Youth, I don't care what you think. Well, I guess when were the Future Heads around, and when were you in Leeds at university? I wasn't in Leeds at university. I grew up in West Yorkshire and no, went to university. I went to university in Birmingham. The Future Heads were from Newcastle, and they came around. Definitely in my first year there. Um, what you're basically, what I'm sort of round and aboutly trying to say is that I think you were the perfect age and relatively the perfect place to be a fan of the future. Yeah, at the time. And then <laughs> it was, they were one of those bands right at the time. I was just like, I love this, love it all. And then like when the second album came out, I was like, this is awful. And then a couple of years after that, I put the original album on when I was driving somewhere and went, this is without doubt one of the worst records I own oh really yeah so, <laughs> I, so don't, I, don't, I don't have any like sort of strong feelings either way I thought I had thought a few few good singles yeah, yeah it, but but it's not meant to be a criticism sort of youth it is meant to it's not meant to be a compliment either but it's like I think it's just because they have like two people singing at the same time which the future heads did and sort of like kind of that was their shtick yeah, so several times at power lunches when I was working there and they just played the brilliant static shock weekender last week which unfortunately I attended none of but if it counts or anything I regretted it <laughs> but yeah so the track is called The Bridge it's out It's out on 7 inch uh, vinyl on 11th of December through brilliant label Upset The Rhythm the album's called Distractions which is out right now also on Upset The Rhythm so yeah there you go cool last one from me is from an electronic artist called One Eyed Tricks Point Never who you might know um, he's been around for a good few years now generally kind of critically acclaimed but I've never I've never been a huge fan I've got a friend called Sebastian who I run a record label with and we lived together who loved everything he released and we was used to buy the records to listen to it in the house and I was just like I don't, I don't think it's bad or anything I th- even I think it's quite good but I just didn't really get the sort of the critical acclaim no like it's one of, the, one of those artists where you know the name and then never really listen or when you do listen you don't really listen enough to really care about it you know what I mean yeah. that, that's, oh, not, that's I know, also I know, not I know a criticism many artists that have a very similar uh, that I yeah, you know the name I've heard a few bits I've never really got my teeth into their catalogue but so previously he's sort of more of a one man electronic person but this is a sort of a full band instrumented instrumented <laughs> instrumented <laughs> instrumented um, electronic record and I've only I've listened to the whole thing I've heard a few songs it seems like something really really good here's a track from it it's called Sticky Drama and it also if you look online uh, Sticky Drama music video on YouTube it's got really really good music video
Sticky Drama by One of Chicks Point Never. That's from his new record, which is out on Warp Records. I'm trying to remember the name of the album. The album is called Garden of Delete. Sorry, out now. Just played Village Underground, and he's got another London show coming up at Heaven in February, and maybe playing other shows in the UK too, guys. Oh, well, that's interesting to know. Yeah. Uh, sticky Drama sounds like a sex accident. Oh, you, everything sounds like a sex accident. <laughs> Life is a sex accident for me. <laughs> that was, that was but, what I was looking for. Uh, from conception, it was a sex accident. <laughs> and if you've seen his dad's record collection, you'd know why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was that track called that you sent me today? Oh, so good. It's just like oh, a... something and the fists. Something. <laughs> something and okay. the fists. Hold on here. Hold on here, listener. But no, the background to this is essentially... My dad has a very filthy... Regular listeners will know that my dad has quite a filthy disco record collection that I have now stolen. And he has a lot of songs in there which are essentially about having sex or about, you know, a lot of innuendo, a lot of silliness. And it made me realise that, you know, I I have definitely inherited this love of this and especially disco music. Okay, here's what this song's called. T.C. James and Fist of Funk Orchestra Bumpsy's Whipping Cream. (laughs) It features such noise, incredible saxophone, and it's like a sort of like late seventies Larry Levan, New York disco groover. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> it is spectacular. Like if yeah, if you want to, we could put it on the Facebook page or something if you if you want to check it out. Anyway, um, that's it from us. I mean, we're well over like our usual it's sort of longest life. podcast we've done in ages. Yeah, it is. I've got a really long song to end it as well. So um. But yeah, thank you as always for listening. If you want to listen back to some old episodes, independentmusicpodcast.net. If you want to submit music to us as well, best places through Facebook. We sometimes take a while to uh, respond to messages, but we do listen to all the tracks that we get sent. It's facebook.com forward slash independent music podcast. And so the last thing, the last one we've got is from a regular listener, uh, Tristan Bath. So yeah, thank you for listening, Tristan, and thank you for making amazing music. He produces music under a pseudonym called Dodd Men, and really, this is a track that was released through the label Extreme Ultimate, which is Necro Deathmort's label. It's the album's called As Azimuth, and it's out now on cassette. ExtremeUltimate.bandcamp.com, and the track is called Alice. Mm-hmm. 